0: Don't ask me to talk
1: From the sublime to the ridiculous
0: Join me, Stacey Heller
1: And me, Eric Ryder
0: As we talk about what's good To watch, read, see, listen to, and more
1: An edutaining one-hour break in your day That includes the segment What Are We Eating? Sponsored by Dingfelder's Delicatessen
0: Stick with us for something good Hello and welcome to the show. Welcome to Don't Ask Me To Talk. I'm Stacey Heller. I'm joined by Eric Ryder. That's me. It's May 12th, so you know what that means. Do you know what that means?
1: (laughs) Well, we're getting close to the the middle of May 2022 Mm. already. That's already crazy enough. But according to the folks that make up these random days, it's National Limerick Day.
0: That's right. It is National Limerick Day. I'll tell you what. Do you remember learning about Limericks in school and they were all like body and a lot?
1: Yeah, you know, um, there famously, there's uh, something about uh, lady from Nantucket, I think. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and 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 it's funny that uh, we mentioned that this week when news just came out that Nantucket has apparently made all their beaches topless now. Um. So Really? <laughs> yes, there might be many more chances uh, to inspire some limerick writers.
0: Wow, limericks <laughs> are going to make a comeback.
1: Yes, they are.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh, I had no idea. Wow, the East Coast like conservatives are becoming a little less conservative, I guess.
1: I guess so. Makes me want to visit Nantucket. <laughs> <laughs> Never been to Massachusetts. <laughs>
0: Oh, well, uh, you should definitely go. And uh, I, I don't know what to say about uh, the topless beach action. I would be like, nobody wants to see that. I mean, I assume that this is optional.
1: Yes, of course. It's not forced.
0: I think the only time I ever went to topless at a beach, I was in a monokini and I was like 18 months old. All
1: right.
0: And I, I rocked that look. <laughs> so uh of course learning that it was limerick day uh it's hard to find uh limericks that are clean uh i did find one though and uh it is okay i i found this one that says it was created by lee mercer from uh using both British wordplay and uh, or I guess they were a British wordplay and mathematics expert, recreational mathematics like who does mathematics by the way recreationally but okay Uh, and they came up with a mathematical limerick that holds true which is a dozen a gross and a score plus three times the square root of four Divided by seven plus five times 11 is nine squared and not a bit more.
1: Wow. I'm going to take their word for it that that's correct because I couldn't follow the math in my head.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, that just does not. I, I'm totally with you on that. Uh, my fifth grade math teacher, Mr. Siccotti, uh assured my mother that it's okay that I wasn't doing well in math, that <laughs> I would someday marry well. There and uh, he, he retired. <laughs> <laughs> he retired shortly thereafter. I don't know why. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so as I mentioned, uh, you're listening to Don't Ask Me To Talk. I hope that you are able to uh, enjoy the show if you can't or you find that today, uh, Thursday is at three o'clock is not always the best time for you. Fear not, dear listener. You can subscribe to the show or even my other show, Stacy Connects, which is on KKNW, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. Just look for Don't Ask Me To Talk. You can even type in D-A-M-T-T and you will find the podcast and you can listen at your leisure. Uh, I also want to remind you that if you would like to call or text me to connect, you can call 475 475- nine, 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 two, seven, two, six. And I'll say it again, four, seven, five, nine, 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 two, seven, two, six. That is a great way to get in touch with me. So far, nobody has at this point. I would love if somebody just shot me a text or called so that I can make sure that it works so <laughs>
1: It's I, entirely possible you haven't set it up
0: correctly. Right? I mean, that would be so me. Uh, so here's what I'm going to ask, oh, dear listeners. I'll tell you what. The first person that sends me a text or calls in, again, if you're local, I will give you a gift certificate to Dingfelder's Delegatessen, our sponsor. If you're not local, I will find... Something that will work for you. And if you called or you texted and I don't respond, then shoot me an email. You can send it to stacy at stacyconnects.com. Uh, I just want to see if it works and nobody's calling. So I'm sounding very needy right now. I realize that, Eric.
1: <laughs> it's all good. And if you uh, want an easy way to remember the phone number, it's 475 999 cram. That's in right. Cram it. <laughs> cram a text into our phone.
0: Please. Cram a
1: voicemail into our voicemail.
0: I mean, if I sound a little desperate, it's because I am. I would like to know that uh, somebody is listening out there.
1: Well,. Not as desperate, uh, will never be as desperate as the man from Nantucket. <laughs> you know, because since we mentioned that uh, particular limerick, I looked up and turns out there's a lot of clean versions of this. It actually started off clean and then got parodied uh, over the years, as is wont to happen, uh, and became a little bit more ribald. But the official first version. Uh, it actually came out in 1902 and was printed in the Princeton Tiger by Professor Dayton Voorhees. Uh, hopefully no relation to Jason Voorhees uh, for the horror <laughs> fans out there. But, I, you know, I didn't even know what the Nantucket limerick was until looking this up. But uh, there once was a man from Nantucket who kept all his cash in a bucket. But his daughter named Nan ran away with a man and as for the bucket. Nantucket.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. That is amazing. That is, that's hysterical, actually. Such a classic Nan. I mean, I only know one other Nan, and it, honestly, it seems like something she would have done.
1: Yeah, apparently there's sequels too. Like, Buddy followed the pair to Pawtucket, the man and the girl with the bucket, and he said to the man, he was welcome to Nan. But as for the bucket, Pawtucket. (laughs) So it's more about the adventures of the bucket, it seems like.
0: Right? This is like a whole thing. I think Pawtucket is Rhode Island. Is Pawtucket Rhode Island?
1: Probably.
0: Now I have have to look up Pawtucket. Um, It is, no, maybe it's not. Yes. Yes, it
1: it is. is. Providence County, Rhode Island.
0: Look at that Nan yes. left Nantucket and went to Pawtucket. <laughs> I mean, it's not that far. She's
1: like and, wherever it rhymes.
0: Well, and I, apparently she's a beach girl because, uh, both have shoreline. So, you Perfect. know, coming well, from you gonna coming...
1: she's going to make some sandcastles with that bucket.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, coming from the East coast, these are areas that, uh, I have been to and, uh, you Know it doesn't disappoint, it is good sandcastle and uh bucket country.
1: It's kind of like uh, you know, out here where there's lots of interesting names for places. Um, you know, I, I think uh, English blending with the uh, the native names often yields some very interesting stuff, like Walla Walla, for instance, <laughs> you know,
0: or Puyallup,
1: or Puyallup. That's right. It
0: took me so long coming from the East Coast. It took me so long to learn how to say certain things. And I remember even Spokane. It was like, why isn't this Spokane? I don't understand why this <laughs> isn't Spokane. And learning the uh, where the emphasis lies and, you know, Puyallup, I think that took me probably three years to be able to say it's it's interesting
1: didn't you hear the song
0: no from the
1: from the puyallup fair or from the state fair do the puyallup that's the way (laughs) to learn it.
0: it that is well if you use that reasoning eric then i would be saying uh wash your hansington because when we first moved out here there was a jingle about uh how washington is Wash your hands, <laughs> so, That one I don't
1: remember. What what year was that?
0: I don't know. I want to say, so we moved out here in 2007, and I want to say it was a few years into our being here. So you'll have to look up, uh, like, Jingle for Washington about washing hands or something. It was, uh, my kids remember it, and what I think is interesting is that they didn't bring it back out during the pandemic,
1: that would have been a good time to relaunch it reboot I, it i mean they're rebooting everything so
0: right why, why not
1: the wash your
0: like every movie is a sequel every every book has become a movie every commercial game everything has become an everything oh, so I, did, I, you, I, did you did you find I, it
1: i think i might have found it let's give it a listen real quick we
0: love soap so much, we scrub for fun. We are Wash Your Hands in time. Yes, we are Wash Your Hands in time. Visit Wash Your Hands in where
1: people wash their hands. Wow. So now... <laughs> I, we, I mean, wash our, <laughs> we wash our hands for fun. Um, I, and then we clap. <laughs> yeah, then we clap. Now they're... I mean, washing your hands is a good thing, but I mean, if you're doing it for fun, you might need to seek some treatment.
0: <laughs> right. I mean, Maybe we are the OCD state.
1: The, possibly. Entirely possible.
0: Which many uh, people with OCD would point out should actually be CDO because that is the alphabetic way it should be. It should not be OCD.
1: <laughs> good point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and- I'm just saying.
1: You know, whenever I hear the uh, the wash thing, you know, spelled out in Washington, I can't help but think of my grandmother who says, Washington, you're up there in Washington or go wash your hands, uh, you know. And so uh, it's funny. Anybody in your life that puts the R in?
0: Actually, my mother takes the R out of the word orange. She says, orange.
1: Orange.
0: Yes, <laughs> okay. which I don't know. She is from upstate New York. Uh-huh. And what's funny is my dad, uh, he went to Syracuse University and they are the Orange Men. And I have this vision of my mother <laughs> saying the Orange Men. Um, <laughs> and I don't know if the that sound is in upstate New York, if it's a regional dialect thing, sort of like the Washington thing. Right. Um, and it just becomes the way you hear it. Now, Eric, how do you say milk?
1: Milk like yeah, da- dairy? Like, yeah, milk.
0: Yeah. So, if you spelled it, would it be M I L K or M E L K?
1: Well, I it's obviously it's M I L K. I know, but,
0: but the way b- I but say
1: sounding it, it out how you would say it you're, you're saying. Yes. Uh to me it's milk. So, m mm, uh, i l k am i yeah are you, okay. are you saying milk like with an e in there
0: i say milk uh, yeah okay uh-huh and now my kids say of course milk and people are like what are you talking about i'm talking it's, about milk i'm talking about <laughs> milk and they're like you mean milk
1: now that's a subtle thing that i i Don't think I've ever noticed from you or from other folks, but I've seen um, some stories recently on the news where they, you know, have to fill some time. So they're talking to like a linguist about whether uh, the Northwest has its own accent. And uh, apparently, you know, we're very close to standard English, um, but uh, there are a few words that apparently are very Northwest.
0: Oh, do you remember
1: what they are? <laughs> See, now I need <laughs> you to talk about milk while I look it up because I, I couldn't remember uh, what they gave as an example. Apparently, there is a Northwest accent. And, you know, it's funny, like me coming from California, you coming from the East Coast, but I don't hear like any real differences in the way that we talk as opposed to your standard Seattleite, born and raised here. Right.
0: Yeah, I don't necessarily either. I think uh, it's interesting i don't know if it's because i moved around the tri-state area so the tri-state area for people that don't know what that means that would be new york new jersey connecticut and i was born on long island which is in new york then i spent a good portion of my um kind of pre-tweens into my teens uh and early 20s in new jersey princeton area and then Moved to connecticut for my married life prior to seattle and so i don't know how like the jersey accent that you know if you watch um the jersey shore or you see you know like real housewives of new jersey i don't Mm -hmm. know if that's certain areas uh new york i mean i can I can pull New York accents. I mean, like if you're a New Yorker, um, I mean, Vance has, you know, our sponsor, Vance of Dingfelder's, he totally still has that New yeah, York accent.
1: definitely. There's
0: Connecticut, there's not really an accent. And so I feel like I've lost, I'm. you can't really place me anywhere.
1: Right. Well, you've been all over the country, so it's all kind of merged together. I guess so. So I, I looked it up to jog my memory, and apparently some of the words that Northwesterners, you know, pronounce a certain way uh, the word caught, um, like, uh, cot, like uh, C O T or C A U G H T. We pronounce it the same way, cot, cot, essentially. But oh. s- some places would say cot. Uh, I don't even know how they would say it. I know, <laughs> but I'm trying caught, to think. C A U G H T would be a- certainly a-, a little bit different. And, and words like dawn and dawn are essentially pronounced the same. Uh, but some places would do more on the da uh, in dawn.
0: So I'm, what I'm hearing is that it may be like, I caught, I caught bed bugs sleeping on the cot. Right. (laughs) And then uh, um, versus saying I caught bed bugs sleeping on the cot. Like the first one, I think it differentiated and then like, Dawn, which feels very like New Jersey or New York. Dawn caught bed bugs by dawn. Yep. Okay.
1: And another one is egg pronounced like beg, um, but some people would uh, do it more with the A sound. So it'd be more like an egg, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and pin and pen um, both sound like pin apparently for uh, P-I-N. For a okay. lot of Northwesterners, for me, I, I've always, I think, always said pin and pen rather than pin and pin.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've never seen you cooking. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> I'm gonna have to randomly bring some uh, some props in and ask you, like, quick, what's it called?
1: Right. Yeah. You almost have to catch me off guard to get the, mm-hmm. the true true nature. But yeah, I mean, living up here uh, since '91. And uh, but being born and raised in California and Nevada, you know, I think I've got that kind of West Coast thing completely melded together for sure.
0: Well, and then there's, uh, you know, different products like, you know, I grew up on uh, Purdue chicken. That's not out here. Uh, And then Hellman's. I never understood. I always assumed that when the commercial was bring out the Hellman's, bring out the best. It's because it's the best mayonnaise. I didn't know that it went by best mayonnaise. And so then when we moved out here, we were like, where's the helmets? And then we realized, oh, it's best mayonnaise. Best foods. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Best foods. Right. For some reason that like the, you know, you get across the Mississippi and you can't get best foods. (laughs) You're only going to get helmets.
0: Yeah. It's so, it's so bizarre. So, you know, that's the other thing. It's like Carl's um,
1: Jr. versus Hardee's.
0: Right. I mean, universally, Arby's is the worst. There, I said it.
1: <laughs> to
0: well, tell me you don't like Arby's.
1: Well, I, I, you know, I haven't been to Arby's in a long time, but it's Hardee's is what I was saying.
0: No, I know. I just, it made me think of Arby's. Ar- okay.
1: Then,
0: <laughs> that made me arbitrarily think about uh, how gross Arby's is.
1: Well, you know, when was the last time you went? 1976 <laughs> okay so it might be different now i've i've heard good things
0: <laughs> i'm gonna have to take your word for it I think and you know
1: it might be underrated apparently they've got the meats but <laughs> well so does
0: dingfelders well
1: dingfelders of course is going to be a much better a much better experience for you of course for anybody oh, yeah. really well
0: yeah
1: but yeah um, but that's not why you call yeah
0: yeah <laughs> Yeah, well, right, exactly. Um, If you want to
1: express your love or disdain for Arby's, give us a call at 475-999-CRAM.
0: Yes, please do. And I'll tell you what, I will let you pick. I will give you $25 to Dinkfelder's or to Arby's. Oh, wow. Right? (laughs) I will find a gift certificate to Arby's if that's what you really want. So there is now total, uh, Parody. yeah, this is bribing a hundred percent, whatever it works, it works with kids. Uh, okay. So anything particularly good happened to you in the past few days? Did you celebrate mother's day with your mother in some way?
1: You know, I didn't uh, because, um, you know, my mother still lives in California. I still live up in Washington. And, you know, pandemic thing means travel is not as easy right now for either of us. Um, But uh, I did give her a call and, you know, it was nice to touch base with mom. Um, And, uh, yeah, Uh, so it was okay. Okay. Well, it hasn't uh been a wonderful (laughs) week, but, you know, we did have some really nice weather again on Mother's Day so hopefully all our listeners mothers or otherwise had a great had a great day for sure
0: oh yeah I mean how about uh, you
1: you are a mother
0: I am a mother and that can be translated in so many different ways and um it's funny I I got uh calls and texts from all of my kids and when I say all of my kids I mean even the kids that are not my kids um you know, I have, uh, my friend JD, whose show, this show is all about you is actually on Kixie on Mondays from three to four. Uh, he texted me and was like, happy mother's day, mom. Uh, apparently I'm a mother figure for even people that are not much younger than me. I'm like, uh, sure. I had you when I was like eight question mark, um, <laughs> but you know what? I will take it. Um, because typically, uh, being considered a mother figure is a good thing. So and I will say that I absolutely adored my kids gift. So our family, unsurprisingly, big fans of the card game cards against humanity. And uh, with all its various extension packs, and if you are faint of heart, and you can't handle things that are what's the word he used earlier ribald, then you probably don't want to play Cards Against Humanity uh, because it is ribald at best. And they created, though, an uh, expansion pack that is all references to our family. And it's awesome. I mean, just like goofy things that are family references. Uh, Do you know the card game?
1: You know, I've heard of it. And when you say that... Uh, they did an expansion that's just of your family. Is this something that was custom ordered or are you just saying that you can really relate as a family to this new pack?
0: No, it is. uh, Apparently you can buy blank cards and you can hand write items. Ah, Okay. And there's two cards uh, that she play with. One is sort of, we'll call it the situational card where it has like a, a blank spot where it will say you know um uh, the cinderella stepsisters were called blank and blank and so that's kind of the situational card and then you have these uh other cards where you pick whatever you want to and they are ridiculous uh things where it your card could say um you know pink lemonade or i'm trying to keep it really g-rated here um because there are definitely a lot of not so g-rated uh possibilities and so some of
1: them probably talking about nantucket in there 100%.
0: <laughs> there is a lot of nantucket and so the kids cards uh were all things related to family uh inside jokes things like that now anybody playing with these cards would be like, I don't get this. Um, But our family would know it so easily. So like, for instance, one of the situational cards that they did was blank. Thanks. I made it myself because uh, people would comment, you know. Oh, my gosh, I love this hotel room. And it's like, oh, thanks. I made it myself. We all say, you know, to whatever it is, oh, thanks, I made it myself. Um, Another one, Pete, when the kids were little, and when I say when the kids were little, I mean from zero to Annie's 26, uh, says Pete and repeat were in a boat, Pete fell out. And so we did a version or they did a version that's Pete and repeat were in a boat, Pete fell out, blank was left. And so then you would pick a card to be what would fill in. And you know, you want ridiculous answers. And whoever is reading the card gets to pick the one that they think is the funniest. So then we did the cards that you would use to fill in. And again, like we did waffle cones, which for our family, uh, waffle cones have significance because we were in this crazy situation uh, back when Will played youth football, where there was a shooter in Issaquah that neared the Issaquah High School football field. And uh, we had to hide underneath the, um, what do you call it? The seats and, you know, it was this whole situation. It ended well, it's fine, everybody's good. Um, But later on we went to Ben and Jerry's and the kids were like, can we get a waffle cone? And I was like, no, there's no blood. (laughs) Nobody got hurt. You don't get a waffle cone. And they have always associated that with, like, I basically have to be, like, at death's door to get a waffle cone. What they didn't know is that four children and a waffle cone from Ben & Jerry's, like, that's a mortgage payment.
1: <laughs> but you can't so, get a scoop of Americone Dream that's got the waffle cones right. grinded right in, Right. <laughs>
0: Right. But, you know, they took it as like, oh, so I have to be a death's door to get a waffle code, And we were like, sure, if that's what you want to believe. And now all these years later, there's a constant joke about waffle codes. So anyway, it's very specific to our family, but I think that's what I love about it is that it's not like it cost a million dollars and it didn't take a lot of time, except that they all got together as a unit. And, yeah, that
1: sounds pretty thoughtful.
0: Right. They reminisced. Who doesn't love that? All right. Well, on that note, should we take a break? And then when we come back, we can talk about our actual topic. I love it. All right. So keep listening to Don't Ask Me to Talk again with Stacy and Eric. We'll be right back after this quick message. Yeah. Oh.
1: Interested in learning something new? Meeting someone new? Find out things that we have in common? Well, of course you are. You're a human being. So let's get intentional about it. Join me, JDK Winnekin, every week and get all of that in less than an hour. I'm a writer, a historian, a social commentator, and my show is all about you. Really, that's what it's called. This show is all about you. Get my perspectives on the week's news and hear fascinating guests whose stories will inspire and move you. My show is all about giving you something that connects us. Join me Mondays on Kixie880 at
2: 3 p.m. or download it as a podcast.
1: Can't get enough of Stacy and Eric? Then be sure and check out Stacy Connects with Stacy Heller wherever you find podcasts. Stacy chats with guests about a variety of topics, hoping to make a connection through conversation.
0: Don't ask me to talk. welcome back to don't ask me to talk again i am stacy heller and i am here with eric Ryder. that's me and so before the break we were talking about everything and nothing which is what we are want to do on the show
1: (laughs) that's Um, what the show is about
0: it's totally what the show is about and i love that about us uh remember if you want to get in touch with us you can call or text the number 475 999
1: 2726 or 475 999
0: CRAM. That's right. So, uh, remember if you share
1: CRAM,
0: yes, CRAM, if you share your thoughts on Arby's, um, or or on the else Northwest matter, accent, exactly, just share something with us for goodness sakes, and you have the opportunity to win a gift certificate. to dingfelder's delicatessen in seattle or arby's if that's what you really want sure (laughs) i mean i don't know okay so our topic that we chose last week was must see local things Mm. um so i'm sure you spent so much time thinking about this
1: I feel like I always think about this, though. Uh, I I didn't specifically sit down and really mull over and make a list of places, but I feel like I'm always kind of refining that list in my brain. Because um, I, you know, I usually never visit any national chains if I can help it. I try and go to when it comes to restaurants, at least. I mean, I'm still going to Target on occasion because there's not like a Tacoma version of Target unfortunately. You know, you sometimes you got to bend to uh you know the the what's available. Uh but when it comes to, you know, like restaurants or you know, nightclubs or whatever, um you know, definitely try and go to the the local spots.
0: Oh, for sure. I mean, and Seattle is so interesting for its food culture obviously being on the pacific ocean uh the influences that we have um are so much different than the east coast Uh, i mean even the salmon an atlantic salmon versus a um pacific salmon um you know i grew up having lobster versus here it's king crab um i will say i still prefer lobster not gonna Mm. lie um
1: and i dislike all of it (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you're not, a,
0: you're not a seafood person, are you?
1: <laughs> I ended up at the wrong place, I guess. But, you know, I love Alman roca. so I, I'm in the right place in Tacoma.
0: There you go. Uh, so, I mean, there's the obvious things. So, in, okay, let's break this down. So, sights to see. Um, it's funny. I didn't realize how much of an artistic bent I have until I started thinking about the the things that I like to show people. Um, yeah, you that, know, yes.
1: that's a good way to approach it. If uh, you were a tourist here uh, or if you had people from out of town, what places would you take them to see?
0: So this, this is, I'm so glad you asked. Thank you for asking. Uh, so obviously the Space Needle is iconic. Even if you don't go to the top of it, to see it, from, you know, even from the bottom or driving by it, it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, uh, check, I've seen it, it's massive. It is cool to go up, especially now that they have the glass. Uh, And I think the top still revolves, which is actually kind of cool. Um, You can like leave a post-it note on the window and when the restaurant like revolves around all the way, you can leave a little note for all the diners. Um, So that's kind of a cool thing. I don't know if that's still true. You're going to have to look into it and bring your own uh, post-it note. Anyway, um, so the Space Needle, that's iconic. At the base of the Space Needle, there's the Shuhuli Garden in Glass. And uh Dale Shihuly is so well-known in this area for his glass work. And mm. that museum is really, really beautiful.
1: And, you know, of course, uh Tacoma um, is the birthplace of Dale Chalui, and, uh, you know, he actually went to school down there, so Tacoma is just littered <laughs> with glass work, and, in fact, we have the Museum of Glass, which is a great hot spot. and I, I think I would highly recommend, if you're really into glass, going to the Museum of Glass rather than uh, the Seattle Center version because they've got a hot shop there where they have visiting artists from all over the world, and you get to watch them actually develop uh, some of the artwork And it's really fantastic. And there's a great bridge that goes across I-705 that's just tons of uh, amazing artwork everywhere. Um, So if you're into that, by all means, check it out at uh, Seattle Center as well. But if you're really into it, then Tacoma, I think, is the place to go for glass art.
0: I would second that. I've been there. And it is the hot shop is so cool. And, you know, sitting in that sort of stadium-style seating and watching them work and hearing the conversations and they'll answer your questions you know is if it's not a presentation and it's more of a um like a or a specific lecture and it's more of just like them doing their thing they'll answer questions and it's really so cool um to see that okay now speaking of how to say things so i say Chahuli. Mm-hmm. what is it Chahuli. say it again Chahuli. Okay. So it's more of a, you say Chihuly,
1: or chi- and I'm saying- Is it, is it Chihuly or ch- Chihuly? Uh, I, anyway, you get the idea. Yeah, <laughs> Everybody uh, knows, knows who he is. <laughs> right? I mean, it's a,
0: it's a thing. Okay. So then, of course, I'm a big fan of the Olympic Sculpture Park because growing up, my parents dragged me, my dad specifically, to this place in New York called Storm King Art Center. It is this basically an outdoor sculpture park, acres and acres of land where a lot of amazing artists uh, would put their massive works of art. And because I went all the time, uh, I hated it at the time. And now I'm like, oh, that was amazing. So it reminds me of a miniature version of that. And the fact that You can be out in the gorgeous Seattle weather. Uh, There is, it's right there overlooking Puget Sound. And it's just, uh, you can wander around and check out the art if you're interested or just to just sit and write or have a walk or whatever. Uh, That is a really cool thing. Um, Okay. Then of course there's like Pike Place Market, yada, yada, yada. Um,
1: Yeah. I I don't know if I think of that as a must-see. Uh, but I think a lot of people from out of town want to check that off their list.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's exactly. kind of
1: like the Space Needle. You know, it's it's obligatory, but I don't know that the experience is – I mean, the Space Needle, I think, because being up high is always cool, and we've got a beautiful skyline and a great view of the region. So, But, you know, Pike Place Market, while it's cool, you know, I think – it might be somewhat <laughs> disappointing to folks because it just, it's super crowded um, and, uh, you know, it's a lot of little gift shops and stuff. I think by all means, it's it's worth a visit, but I, I don't think that people are going to walk away going, oh, that's the best thing that I saw.
0: I would agree. And the other thing is, you know, people want to see them throwing fish. Well, they're not going to yes. throw fish if you don't buy the fish.
1: Wow. Well. <laughs> I think I've seen them tossing fish every time I've bent. So,
0: well, there are times I think during the pandemic, you know, people would be like, why aren't they throwing fish? Well, nobody's buying it. Um, So, you know, it makes a difference. So, I mean, there's all of those things. Obviously, the like nature going um, a little to the east side of Seattle, seeing Snoqualmie Falls, that Mm -hmm. is gorgeous. Absolutely. Um, right? uh, In Issaquah, where I live, there's Poo Poo Point. And so if you're into paragliding, there is a spot there that is unbelievable. I haven't been. uh, Grace, my daughter, has been. uh, But that's amazing. The scenic drives, the fact that, you know, living in Issaquah, I can within a half an hour go into Seattle, or I can go up to Snoqualmie Pass. And it may be a sunny day in Issaquah and there could be like 12 feet of snow at the pass. I mean, it's crazy. And Capitol Hill uh, with the big rainbow sidewalks and the inclusivity. And I think that's amazing. Um, The culture there is so interesting. Um, I love Fremont with the Fremont troll and waiting for the interurban and the giant Lennon statue. I think it's Lennon. Um, Not John Lennon. Right. (laughs) Um, You know, so there's very much an art slant to a lot of the stuff that for me are like can't miss.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, the whole region just has so much, uh, so many cool things to see. You know, it's always really hard if you have folks coming from out of town on going, oh, what are we going to go to? And some of that is just like, oh, what's going to be open? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this day. Right. But, or how is the weather going to be? You know, because if it's if it's raining, you might not necessarily want to go to Mount Rainier. Uh, but if you've got a beautiful day, it's hard to beat going up to, you know, paradise of Mount Rainier. Uh, it's just fantastic and gorgeous. Or, you know, if you want to stay in town in Tacoma, Point Defiance Park or Wright Park are both amazing uh, spots to visit. Uh, but if it's, you know, uh, we've got some of our uh, ever-changing weather, um, then, you know, some of those indoor destinations may be the places to to check out for sure. And in Tacoma, of course, we've got uh, a bunch of great museums, Tacoma Art Museum. The Glass Museum or Museum of Glass, Uh, the Washington State History Museum is there. There's a children's museum. And uh, so you can really just get one parking spot and go to like five or six different uh, locations uh, in an afternoon and have a lot of fun.
0: That's kind of an amazing thing. So um, yeah, I mean, really, I think about it. I'm like, oh my gosh. And going on to like the... um, checking out the locks. And that's an amazing thing. Yep. Um. You know, seeing the uh, the houseboats. Um. I remember there was an open house and my sister-in-law was visiting and we decided to pretend that uh, we were looking for a house because we thought it would be cool to go in and check out what a houseboat looks like and they don't want tourists. And so we were like, Oh yeah, we're a couple. And we're looking at um, potentially buying a houseboat. Um. Hey, whatever. Um we got to see it. It was really cool. So there's just so much to see and whatever your interests are, you'll find something. Um, and uh, included in that, of course, is Dingfelder. So why don't we take a break? And then when we come back, uh, we can talk about another can't miss in Seattle.
1: Yeah, we didn't even get a chance to talk about our favorite local food spots. So I, th- that may be a whole different show, you know, because this is such a wide topic. Uh, local you know local wonders exactly. <laughs> that, uh, exactly we'll have to get into it more
0: well we got a lot of shows good we got time all
1: right <laughs> well don't ask us to talk because exactly
0: <laughs> i love it all right we'll be right back with the show Me to talk. Welcome back to Don't Ask Me to Talk. I'm Stacy Heller. I'm joined by Eric. Say hello.
1: Hey, I'm getting hungry. We, How about you?
0: I, uh, Well, you know, perfect timing. So before the break, we were talking about can't miss local sites to see. And I mentioned in that... Uh, Capitol Hill with its big gorgeous crosswalks with the rainbows. And located in Cap Hill is our show sponsor, Dingfelder's Delicatessen and The online, Lord of the
1: Sandwich, as I like the, to call him.
0: Exactly. The Lord of the Sandwich, Vance Dingfelder himself. Hello, Vance. Hi, Stacy.
2: Hi, Eric.
1: Vance, good to good to talk to you. What are we eating today?
2: Well, we're eating
1: Fried chicken. Oh, one of my faves.
2: Does anybody really like
1: fried chicken? <laughs> I think eat- everybody. I <laughs> well, know. Not does vegans. anybody not like?
0: <laughs> 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 I mean, I think so, yeah. I think the question is. But I think
1: they're even like doing it? a vegan version of fried chicken now, just because it's so popular that even you the vegans do, are trying to get in on do it. Vegan
2: fried chicken. Yeah, there yeah. you go. With so little- tell us about it. Well, it's a. Um, so, southern fried chicken is really the classic, right? Mm-hmm. And what I what I like to do with my fried chicken is I like to I like to put it in buttermilk overnight, and I season the buttermilk, and I season mm. it with a little garlic, garlic powder, and sage and thyme and uh, poultry seasoning, and cayenne pepper, and and salt, and a little erfur Bieber because you got to throw some erfur Beaver in it. And I let that so irony, Ur, 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 you know, you know Justin's cousin, Irver. I, I don't know that.
1: I've never heard of this. erfur Beto is that what he said?
2: Ur, that's that's Libby, that's Libby's sister, Erfur Beto. Okay. Irver. No, Ur, Urfer... <laughs>
1: Irfer Bieber.
2: It is it is literally my favorite spice, and wow. has been for about for about ten years now. And it's Erfur Bieber, and it, it's a it's a pepper, and it's a pepper from Turkey. And the best pepper that you can get, the best Erfur Bieber that I've come across, is from world spice merchants in the market. Ooh, now we're really getting local. Anyway, I soak my chicken overnight in, in, in the buttermilk. And, and then what I do is take it out and I make a breading mixture of flour, Kellogg's cornflake crumbs, <laughs> and, and then um, some baking powder and uh, some more seasoning. And I just duplicate the seasoning that I put in the buttermilk into the spices. And then I I dredge it. I take it out in the buttermilk, dredge it in the flour, and then you fry it. You fry it at 350 degrees until it gets really nice and golden brown. I really like to do thighs. I love thighs. And I like doing boneless thighs with the skin on. Mm -hmm. Because they're just yummy. Yeah. And then what I do is because I'm the Lord of Sandwich <laughs> is, is I brush it with honey butter. Honey butter
1: sounds honey amazing. Butter.
2: And then I brush the biscuits that I put it on with honey butter.
1: Oh my because gosh! Didn't
2: tell you that this is a honey butter fried chicken biscuit otherwise known as a chubby hubby. Oh,
0: my gosh. <laughs> That's you amazing. Know,
2: okay. They're ridiculous. Now, they're also good on Hawaiian rolls, but the biscuit. So I'm not going to lie. I had this. What inspired me to do this was at late night in the South, there are these hamburger joints called Whataburger. Oh, yeah whataburger okay i've heard of whataburger whataburgers are like sonic okay that's kind they remind me of sonic well so they they call they have these sandwiches late night and my friend was like you've got to check these out of course you get like four of them and you, you like you know you've been drinking all day and so you get like four and they're amazing and they what they do is, it's kind of like a Chick-fil-A thing, I think. They put um, honey butter on the biscuit and then a pickle. And that's how I made it. And, I, you know, it's my, it's my honey butter, it's my chubby hubby, <laughs> my honey butter chicken biscuit.
1: That sounds fantastic. Can we get this at the deli?
2: Uh, you, you can get it through Nourish, not through the deli. Okay. Oh, my Nourishes gosh. Nourish is the although, catering. Although, although you know what? You never know what might happen at the deli because we're going to be opening up soon. We're going to try all, all kinds of things.
1: This sounds like a must-add to the menu. <laughs> well,
0: yeah. You know, maybe you could do, like, chubby hubby, like, babies, like, hubbies in training or something.
2: So it, that it, it is it's a like, slider. So I did it as a slider. Oh, see, <laughs> like, but it's not a biscuit. So, I mean, how many can you eat? Really, it's a biscuit, you know.
0: I and mean, a, is that a challenge?
2: You no. Know, well, I mean, I think I, you know, I could easily eat three. <laughs> all right.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> you know, if I'm not spreading the honey butter all over the biscuit. <laughs>
0: All right, now I want to go back to something you said we're going to be opening Jane filters is already open but tell listeners what you mean by we're going to be opening.
2: Well, you mean the satellite we're going to be opening or the
0: I mean the, the, the fact that co- the construction
2: in
0: New York or in Bellevue, maybe. <laughs> oh, okay. Now you're now you're just you're out there. No. About oh, so, the uh, the construction that Dinkfelder's oh, has been under. Construction. First How
1: East I, Pine Street, then the World. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they are gonna cross the country.
2: Dingfelder's delicate customer. Um, Stacy, to answer your question, we are um, we're doing construction uh, so that we can open up and let people back in uh, with more of a vision of what we intended when we first opened up, to um, to have people, to have it be more like a delicatessen. There's always been yep. a walk-up window, and COVID made us a walk-up window again, mm-hmm. and in between, we were kind of order at the window, we just moved it inside, and now, now we're going to have cases with things, you'll we'll be able to see all the food, and the things at the locks, and all the bagel stuff that we carry, and the appetizing, and to take home i think it'll be a really great experience for people plus we're gonna be you know we're gonna be doing some breakfast items we started making our own kaiser rolls this week so you oh can it happens you, you can substitute the kaiser roll and and you've seen the egg sandwich stacy
0: oh don't even yeah
2: yeah <laughs> with, like, the, with the runny yolk
0: yeah oh stop stop this is like <laughs> no yolk. This
2: is and the, and the melting cheese? Melty cheese? Running
0: yeah, it's bugs. like it's like audio food porn. <laughs> what
2: do you mean audio food
0: porn? Well, we're on the radio, so people can't see it.
2: But that's even better, because people can visualize it in their mind. You know? That's true. We all have seen that bacon and egg and cheese sandwich.
1: Yeah, well, I tell you I'm what, in. if you go to dingfelders.com, you can actually see uh, pictures of uh, some of these sandwiches, by the way, and they all look incredible.
2: Oh, thank you. You know, how you know you're at Dingfelder's webpage is because there's somebody slicing pastrami on, on the homepage. Oh, yeah, there is. I'm looking forward to the Reuben.
0: Oh, okay. That's going to be for another show. You're on fried chicken right now. Speaking of which, for Mother's Day, my kids got me from Goldbelly the not fried chicken ice cream bucket. So I'm gonna have to have Nourish get me some, uh, make me some fried chicken, and then I'm gonna follow it up with the not fried chicken ice cream bucket. <laughs> I love having these conversations with you, and I hate it because both Eric and I constantly <laughs> We're talk. We're
2: now. Yeah.
0: Uh, right? Like, so, can I get yeah. you some fried chicken, Stace? I mean. I wouldn't hit you. <laughs> like,
2: like a, a honey butter, chicken biscuit sandwich.
0: Okay, I'll bring you know, it just I'll stop. Up.
2: I'll deliver them right to you.
0: <sighs> oh my gosh, that would be amazing. Fresh, I would love fresh, that.
2: Hot, crispy. Did I tell you that I drizzle honey on the?
0: Can
1: I get in on this? <laughs> I feel like I'm being excluded, and I really want that sandwich. <laughs> Eric, Eric,
0: uh, yes. Absolutely. You you can be my chubby hubby. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, on that note, of course, we are uh, running out of of time here. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, Thank you for taking the time to tell us about the chubby hubbies, the fried chicken, that while they may not be on Dingfelder's regular menu, You never know, so keep checking it out. And you can also go through Nourish Catering, and it's something that you can order and have done custom for an event that you're doing, let's say. All right, uh, we are gonna figure out what we're gonna talk about next week. Vance, if you wanna stay on, you can. You can be part of the fun and see what we're gonna talk about. Oh, I'm excited, thank you. All right, all right, so let's see. Here we go.
1: Okay, this is perfect. Want to guess?
0: Uh, sandwiches.
1: Food to try. Very close.
0: Uh, <laughs> no. It yes. Not do that. <laughs>
1: Food to try. Food,
0: Food to try. To try. Oh,
1: I, I, Vance, we may have to have you on for a little bit longer for next week.
2: Um, uh, uh, you know what? Food to try. We can talk. We. Could All talk.
0: right.
1: Don't I, ask him to talk.
0: Don't ask him to talk. <laughs>
1: don't All ask right. us to eat. Don't ask him to talk, because he will.
0: Oh, my gosh. I love it. All right. Well, then, uh, thank you, Vance, as always, for coming on. Thank you, listeners. Remember, folks, the first person that calls or texts the number, uh, Eric, remind them of the number, please.
1: Yeah, it's 475-999-CRAM.
0: And if you're local, you can win a $25 gift certificate to Dinkfelder's Delicatessen. If you're not local or you're crazy, I will give you a $25 gift card to Arby's instead. I mean, come on.
1: I guess that's food to try.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So on that note, thanks for listening. Have a great week, everybody. We will talk to you next week.